This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by hempbombs.com. Use the promo code OP Radio, one word, to get 30% off at checkout. We're talking about CBD products, including my favorite, the CBD Melatonin Sleep Aid. Hempbombs.com, promo code OP Radio for 30% off. <laughs> there she is. What's up, Tammy? Hello, my friend. How are you? It's been a minute, huh? I guess so. Like, time just flies when you're miserably depressed. Are you depressed? Are you at that I've stage been of depressed. this? I've been fighting the hole a little bit, but you know. Yeah, I have really tough days because of uh, the death of Vic Henley, our pal. I know. I know. I, I've i had very tough days because of those and Carl and... And then that's probably why I didn't want to talk to you, because I felt like, hey, I, you know, well, we, well, I don't want to be miserable all the time and just say stupid well, stuff all well, the time. And then well, I also didn't want to die. Well, well, <laughs> 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 what I got out of that is, uh, oh, you're a downer, so I'm avoiding you until uh, until there's some rays of sunshine out there. I don't talk to people because I ha- I'm being a downer. Like, a, oh. you know, people go, how... How are things? Oh, yeah. Well, this is going on, and, yeah. you know, my dad's sick. I have no job. Yeah. <laughs> like, the world is upside down, but, uh, hey, can I see some pictures of your kids? <laughs> you <know? laughs> That's so true. Yeah, but you're a comedian. I mean, uh, this is one where you, we need you guys the most, right? Don't you think? Well, that's what you would think. But you know what's funny? The the world has opened up a tiny, 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 tiny bit. Yeah. And I've gotten, uh, out of the 234 gigs I lost, I've gotten five back. Oh, my and, God. <laughs> right? And, and, they're, and they've, took this, uh, they've taken this opportunity to pay me a fourth of the money. So, hey, what are we going to do? I have to stay away from social media because, first of all, I want to thank the person with the six followers who called me a third-rate comic because <laughs> I haven't even felt like I was on the comic scale. So just... third-rate is woohoo! <laughs> like It's an upgrade right now. Listen, I know who those... You can always tell who the trolls follow. Right. Because you just got to look at their first follow. Like, I fall down their little, like, I go on their site or go on their page, and then you go look in their first five people they follow. You know who created that or what what that's all about. So uh, uh, I yeah. never I never give it any stock. But, you know, I could care less. But I'm like, I'm not one about politics, right? I don't really care about I don't talk about politics. Uh, Wait, is this revolutionary? I'm a female comedian who doesn't talk about politics or her period. So I'm not sure exactly if I'm an expert on anything. But uh, I said uh, they were saying they're closing down Joe Biden's airspace and their Secret Service is protecting him. And I'm like, who's protecting him from Kamala? And it's not a political (laughs) thing. I'm Sicilian, man. That's the first thing I would do is take him out if I was her, allegedly. I don't want anybody coming to my house. Oh, come on. That's just uh, funny. He's got a low life expectancy. 
Well, and he looks like uh, Fire Marshal uh, Bill has grown up. I mean, he's uh, <laughs> he's got like this weird uh, plastic face. Uh, I don't I don't know what to think. I I know that a Biden presidency definitely lowers uh, the temperature in America, and uh, I also know that he's boring enough that all these cable news outlets are not going to talk about him every single hour of every single day. And I feel like it's an opportunity to kind of maybe. Uh, I don't know, get some friendships back together and maybe start talking to our family members again and our neighbors without yelling and screaming, Trump this, Trump that. Well, why don't you like Trump? You lived hard, you doom. And then, yeah, or uh, the opposite. Like, if you if you like Trump, you're, you're a racist. You, I'm like, right. so who cares, man? Yeah. Do you guys think that any of these people ever can relate to us they've no. not pumped gas they aren't at the grocery store they could care less about the american people except for the year of the voting the rest of the time <laughs> all they do is talk to the people you try to talk to them they'll walk they'll slap your hand like the pope man yeah, they right. do not care <laughs> that's really really funny man and, and the truth but it's so funny i wanted to talk to you well I, i've been meaning to talk to you for a while but uh it, it started with a very uh, innocent tweet from me because now we got our first vice president, uh, female vice president. So I, I, I tweeted this and I meant it from the heart. I said, can't deny it was a great moment for women tonight. Peace and love. Good night. Right. I get right. fuck off. Ugh, radio scum speaks. You called- well, you're not allowed to grow. You're still yeah. supposed to be the shock jock that yeah. uh, had had strippers in the studio, oh. right? Like that's who you're supposed to be from 20 years ago. They, you're not allowed to grow. The country can grow. Yeah, the, the slowest thing in the world that yeah. can grow. I mean, it's not like we blazed down the the barn or anything over here. We we just got the right to vote a hundred years ago, yeah. practically, and 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 it's just finally there's a VP. Yeah, it's not even well, like it's a president, you well, know. Well, let me add to that. Uh, women have only been able to vote for about a hundred out of the two hundred forty-four years we've been a country. And I looked up something else too, which is fascinating. You know that women weren't allowed to have credit cards until nineteen seventy-four. That's in our well, that lifetime. Was that was that's a, that was a smart thing. Good point. Good point. Uh, but let me read more of these comments. And it's funny you mentioned some of the stuff I did on my radio show because I could kind of defend that too. He, uh, this guy goes, you called female radio co-hosts holes while on the air. But I have never uh, I have never abused or disrespected a woman in my life, Tammy Pescatelli. And I think... No, and you know, it's so... By the way, it was a different time. Right. I am giving crap because I called... This little silly podcast I started, news from abroad, right? And they're like, "Oh, that doesn't move the move the movement much." Oh, oh really? You mean me having up. anybody watch my show doesn't move the move? Right. Am I responsible for the movement right, now? Right, right, right. Exactly. Well, I got to explain. So I was a shock jock for many years. Absolutely. So these people, when they point out the stuff we did to women on a radio show for entertainment uh, purposes, willing participants, by the way. They point out yeah. the stuff we did to women. And I said, right there, 
uh, by you pointing out what uh, we did to women on the radio show shows that you look at women as less than to begin with because what? It's okay for guys to come on our radio show and do uh, incredibly shocking things uh, willingly, but it's not okay for women to come on our show and do things uh, shocking. No, and let's also, let's also, those women made those choices. I had, like... I used to say this all the time in my act, like, and now we don't slut shame and we don't do other stuff, but I would always lose to a hoe. Like, I couldn't be on a radio show after if there was a stripper girl there because she was willing to show her boobs somewhere. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah, like, these yeah. are the rules. This is what it is. It's right. a different time now. Okay, so now you own it. I don't know that, that people promising to blow people for votes uh, does much for the movement, uh, but... Hey, whatever. Like, we don't slut shame. We don't fat shame. We don't do any of that. I don't know what shame we do have. Yeah. I guess you got to crap yourself shame. That's yeah. it. I don't even know what shame you can shame people with. Yeah. And, and you made a, another great point in there. Um, what I got going against me is people could go back and listen to audio from 20, 25, God, at this point, 30 years ago, and they just assume that I'm the same fucking person and that I haven't grown and learned as I matured. And I got to tell you, you know, when uh, when my daughter was born, there there was a switch that went off inside me. And a lot of fathers could uh, relate to this where you started thinking at, uh, about women a little differently, no matter where you were as far as, uh, you know, supporting women in your life. It was a different life. time. It's like it's every, every, everybody has to remember when people even go back through people's tweets that are 10 years ago, different time, different allowances were made different things happen it didn't mean that you didn't respect women yeah it was what it was the culture yeah. you know sam kinnison walked out with two women chained yeah. was sam a pig no <laughs> and he was and he was married to one and i think he was sleeping with the other because they were sisters yeah, he was a, it was a bit. It was funny of to course. him. And and he didn't those women weren't really changed. It wasn't a Nexium cult. Right. It was what they chose to do to be famous. When I was a young girl in high school, I saw Tony Katane do the splits on a car and I wanted to be in a video. Yeah, of course. It didn't mean that I was a Putan. No, it just course. meant I wanted a little bit of fame. So I learned how to tell jokes because I realized my splits well, aren't that good. Yeah. But, you know. Me being on the radio side, and you certainly did your share of radio, and you being a stand-up comedian, there's, a, there's some similar ground here because people look at what you did on the radio or on a stage when you're doing your comedy, and if you have an outrageous joke about women or a minority group, People assume immediately that you're against that minority group or you think women are less than or you just uh, look at women as sex objects. And that's not true. You could you could do both. You could have an outrageous bit that with a, a woman, excuse me, I'm all fired up. But you could also respect <laughs> women like I, I don't understand why people don't understand that simple fact. Yeah, well, but sometimes women are their own worst enemies, too, just to play devil's advocate. Because oh I'll never forget, God. during last comic, yeah. I was doing, in the season finale, I did a joke. Well, I had always done that joke about my 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 sister-in-law. If you're an idiot, we call you an idiot. If yeah. you're a dirtball, we call you a dirtball. If you're a whore, we call you my brother's wife, right? 
How funny. And that, like, that was like my thing. It's a true. It was like based on true. She tried to sue me. Yeah. And then I did that joke. First, you got to prove you're not a whore. Like, who's gonna? Yeah. Who's gonna? Who's gonna? Uh, who's a jury of her peers? They don't register at the polls. They swing on them, right? <laughs> now. We know, you know about me, that I was living in a stripper colony, basically, at that point. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I was spending Sundays at at the Playboy Mansion, you know? So, I wasn't judging those people, but if you saw the couple people, and I was like, I'm not calling women. This lady went nuts. She was a writer in Tennessee, and and she wrote this whole thing about how I call people, how, how I call all women whores, and I'm like, no! Specific women, big difference. <laughs> big difference. Not, not all women. Yeah, some. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> I want to read more of these comments from my Twitter, and it probably drives these people nuts that I'm not giving them credit for their hate tweet. But uh, once again, I thought it was a great uh, night for women, no matter what party you fall on. By the way, Republican, Democrat, right. it's just a great night for women in general. This will lead to a lot of great things for women around the world, and and to not to acknowledge that for a minute and then we could go back to hating each other and hating the the republican party and the democratic party but to just get on the same page for one night and go oh my god we finally have a female vice president this is amazing and being a father of a very young uh girl i think this is great for her future this is what i get oh you pandering hack LOL, sleep with a married man and move up in your career and be appointed based on your skin color. Simply a great day for America. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, wait, okay, so let's address a couple things. Number one, there there are a group of men that are pandering for pussy, just to be perfectly blunt, okay? Yeah, yeah. There's a group of those simps that literally say stuff just to try to get laid. You have a gorgeous wife. Literally, she's the top 98% of beauty. Like, literally. She's one of the most beautiful women I have naturally ever seen, or naturally beautiful women that I have ever seen. Say it, Let me say it correctly. And I'm not saying that because what does it get me? No, I can just tell you the truth, right? Yeah. So you're not saying it for to look nice or to get laid or to get women oh, to like God, you and no. upvote you. You're saying it because you mean it. Because I, I, I was brought up right, even though I had a crazy mom, to respect women and respect people of uh, all colors and, and, and genders or whatever. Uh, of course. Conversely, yeah. let me say, can I say this? Yeah, because I'm... I think she might be qualified. I, I don't like. Listen, she she put her time in. She just didn't come off of the off the turnip truck. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Whether she's good or whether she's bad, all that remains to be seen. Okay, I, I wasn't even getting but... it. Hold on, let me uh, jump in because you're 100 percent right. I wasn't even getting into the specifics of it. I was just getting into the fact that oh my god, this country finally said it's okay for a woman to be vice president, and then we could go into all the stuff you were talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that's right. Because look at Geraldine Ferraro. They say that she crushed Dukakis. Like there was no way he that, that they they blame it on her. They blame uh, McCain on Palin. So like up until this point, if you put a woman up, if you were just if you were forward thinking enough to put a woman woman on it, when you lost, that woman took the blame too. By the way, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 
So let's let's really be clear on that. Whether again, whether you like them or not, I'm not saying I'm in love with any of them. I told you, I'm basically an abolitionist. I don't like any of them. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that this she put her time in. She it reminds me kind of that chick that's the coach for the San Francisco Forty Nine ers. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Like she she shows up in the same clothes the coach wears. In the same, you know, the the rest of the coaching staff, she's not there in like a low cut thing. Kamala didn't show up with like a mini skirt like Sarah Palin and the and the whole glam squad and and looking like a sexitary. Like they literally, she put their work in. That's it. You I, know. I, I understand, but Sarah Palin was really really hot, man. You want to talk about what you think about when you think MILF. But she blew it. I'm, John McCain didn't blow that. Sarah Palin absolutely blew that one. But let me go back to your Geraldine Ferrara. I was around for that. And Dukakis blew that one with that stupid, goofy uh, uh, video of him in a tank with that giant helmet on his head. They said the election, <laughs> they said the election was over after that. Drink. Wasn't it Kitty Dukakis? There was like such an alcoholic that she would drink mouthwash. Oh, Am I yeah. correct? Yes, uh, something like that. Yes, she was a uh, to she, get the alcohol percentage yeah. out of it. Like yeah. they kicked her out of rehab or something. So uh, back to my Twitter. And then they send me a video where there's a girl bent all the way over. We used to do this bit called cherry darts. Like I'm gonna like uh, avoid talking about this stuff. And you see in this video a girl more than willing bent all the way over at one of our uh, virus tours, by the way. And uh, and guys are behind throwing um, uh, cherries with whipped cream on them on them. Excuse me to try to get to let's say ground zero. So this guy uh, uh, tweets that video and says, "Yeah, this was a great moment for women as well." And it's literally a video. From <laughs> like- By the way, <laughs> that's the other thing. It's not just time yeah. that the time was in the era and the thing, yeah. but you didn't. I was in there. You didn't make me do that kind of stuff. Like, you know, you did it when it was appropriate and uh, uh, allowable, right? When the per- You didn't just bring it up to someone who walked in and go, hey, you mind? <laughs> you know, no, no, we, people were set. They were ready for it. We advertised ahead of time, and these women would call, and they were more than willing. We had to say no to so many willing uh, uh, women that uh, we just couldn't get in the studio. That's the point here. They were willing. And these guys that uh, tweet these type of videos, they don't tweet the videos of all the crazy-ass shit that we made guys do, including uh, uh, penis weightlifting. Like, like you know, that was that was uh, pretty crazy as well. But but that's okay. But us doing crazy stuff to women is not. And goes back to my original point. That means that in your head you already think women are less than. You are correct. You can't. But see, that's one of the things that people always like. Right now, for me lately, what they've been coming for is they'll say like, "You're old." Yeah, I am. And like. I'll see you when when you're 51. I'm coming to your house. I want to see what the hell you look like. Yeah, okay? there you go. Let's do that, number one. Num- then they're like, oh, uh, your career isn't. Yeah, I know. I didn't think it was going to be so great. I moved to Pennsylvania <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> I was trying to put my kid first and hold on to my. I get it. So, like, you got to. I almost feel like it, it's like a really bad eight mile. 
Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Go home. Think about something that's unique that's not tr- like if you want. I could really give people hints that could get me, but you're too dumb to get it, so I'm not going to help you. It, it, it's <laughs> the hate. It's unbelievable. I mean, that's obviously way more about them than anything else. Uh, this morning, I was doing a live stream. It's gorgeous up here. I'm on the I'm on the ocean. I'm sitting in a beach chair in November. It's 60 degrees out. Doing a live stream on my Facebook with a whole bunch of people that truly support what I do. And a guy, he feels like he has to start his day by going on my Facebook Live at 7.30 in the morning. And he writes, does anyone remember when Opie was funny? I didn't think so. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, is this supposed to crush me? I, 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 have, a, I have a house that overlooks the ocean. I'm not going to work today. And I'm fortunate enough to turn on a Facebook Live and hang out, hang out with a whole bunch of cool people. But all that I, I should ignore because one fucking guy uh, has so much hate in his heart, he has to start his day by going after me. It, it's crazy. It's so funny. It, it, but that goes to the guys and women, they attack differently. They never really attack you physically. Your physical appearance. With me, as a woman, they always go for the physical appearance. And it's a weird thing how that constantly happens. They they talk about men and their success levels and women and their physical appearance. And I'm like, listen, if you thought that I thought that I was a hot model, I would have never written a joke. I got to just <laughs> marry some rich guy and took off. Right. You know? Right. That was not my plan. It's a different... It's so funny how to see how people literally believe their own hype. I'm so over social media sometimes, but now I'm even over like friends, not just haters, like random haters. I could care less, but sometimes friends say the dumbest stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, I talked to you in June. This is another. Remember when I talked to you about the the drive-in show? Yeah, and I of said course. there was a road that separated us, and like so yeah. sometimes I'd be trying to tell the joke. <laughs> yeah. and uh, and and I, I loved that club. I didn't say anything bad about that club. I just said, listen, it was it's not ideal. Your worst gig becomes the best thing that you can do. You're competing right? with an actual uh, road. <laughs> yeah, there was a road that separated the stage from the people. How do you not make fun of that as a comedian? Do, right. Somebody got on there and goes, ooh, the owner heard you heard you t- saying that kind of stuff, and he's pissed, and he's never going to bring you back. That's what they get for helping you out. Oh, okay, God. thank you. Yeah, exactly. All right. Then if that's what you think, first of all, I'm sure I called the owner. I'm not, that's the other thing. I'm like, I, I, I don't care anymore. I go right for it. I called right up to the owner and I'm like, did you hear me on OP saying and get upset? And he's like, uh, no, I didn't get upset. I heard it. And I thought it was kind of funny. And I said, okay, yeah. let me know. Cause yeah. if you don't like it, I appreciate it, but I'm not trying to be rude. Just yeah. telling you the truth. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, I'm hitting it all on a comedy store made a post. I said, I miss you guys. Yeah. Someone wrote, um, aren't you the one who stole jokes from Amy Schumer? And I wrote back, you must be dyslexic. <laughs> Very funny. Right. Cause I am funny uh, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm giving it, I'm bringing it all out on social. It's done. Do you understand how much I do not give a shit anymore? Right. What I thought I was working for, for 26 years 
is gone. Yeah. So it's about a rebuilding, rebranding. I'm broke now. Yeah. So you, there's nothing worse than a broke smart ass. Right. Of course. Because no, you feel almost like you have nothing to lose at that point in a weird way. By the way, nothing. what do you think of Amy Schumer being the face of uh, tampons? Oh, I didn't see it. Is she? <laughs> that was my little my little stab. <laughs> I cracked myself up. <laughs> she's doing Tampax commercials, so yeah, she's the she's oh, the face. God bless her. She's the face hey. face of tampons. <laughs> well, I mean, all right, it needs listen, a little work, it, but it it's, it's be... on brand, right? I mean, let's let's. All right, I mean, you know, I think might... I think a better question would be me if they asked me to do it. You'd be like, what the hell? That's on brand. So God yeah. bless it. Good luck. Uh, uh, I mean, at this point, though, let me let's be honest. Yeah. I would do. A fucking debut. Can I swear? Yeah, swear. You can edit it out. I would do a Depends commercial to make sure that my mortgage got paid. We're all at that place. Although I do see. What do you mean? I'm not not at that place. I don't have leakage. I know. Oh, I'm not at that place. I'm talking about I'm at that place of of needing money to pay my mortgage. I I hear you. I hear you. All right, Tammy, hold on for a second. I got to talk about hempbombs.com. Promo code OPRADIO to get 30% off. We're talking CBD products, lots of different CBD products, including my favorite, the CBD Melatonin Sleep Aid. And they introduced their subscription and rewards program. You can sign up for a subscription of your favorite product to be automatically ordered and delivered to your door monthly, and you'll save 20%. You can also choose every two months or every three months, and you save 15% and 10% respectively. With their rewards program, you can earn points by buying products following them on social media, writing reviews, and so much more. And you could use these points for coupon redemption and work your way towards gold status to earn even more rewards. Look, earn 50 points just by signing up. One point per dollar spent for bronze status, and it goes up from there. Check it out for yourself, hempbombs.com slash rewards for more information. And don't forget, if you go to hempbombs.com for any of the CBD products, love all of them. They got they got CBD for your pets. Uh, they got the CBD that I love. Once again, I want to talk about the CBD slash melatonin sleep aid. I love it so much that I ran out. So now I got to order some more. Use the promo code OPRADIO at hempbombs.com to get 30% off. I love hemp bombs. Now back to my friend who just doesn't give a fuck, Tammy Pescatelli. I'm telling you, there's nothing more dangerous than a, a broke comedian because I'm literally, I do not care. I'm telling all of them, you, what are you going to do? You can't take my career. COVID took my career. Yeah. Like, it's done. Like, you, you want to cancel me for my words? Too late. I think that's a great place to be as a comedian, though. You know what I mean? I think you're gonna have, some of your best stuff is going to come out in the next year or so because of that attitude. I think of what happens with a lot of comics. They get too scared, and they do care too much, and then they get kind of soft with their jokes and their attitude. Yeah, well, I haven't cared for a long time, but now for real, I don't Oh, I, I see. I, All right, I got I kind of-ish cared. Yeah. Because I thought, okay, this is how I make my money, but now we're not. I got to finish up with this uh, Kamala, I think she wants to be called. Kamala oh, sure, Harris. Sure, sure. Uh, this guy writes, more like embarrassing. The only way a woman will become president is by being Biden's VP and waiting till he, the incompetent fuck dies. <laughs> 
I don't know why the anger. I had a real hard time because to me, he looked just like Jeff Dunham's puppet, Walter. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think she's qualified to be the vice president, but I don't know if she's the most qualified. I mean, when it comes to voting and campaigns and stuff, they they picked uh, this guy or this woman going, oh, if we pick her, she could deliver Texas, let's say, or she could, uh, you know, she could deliver more of the female vote. It's always based on that before qualifications, but they certainly try to find someone that is, uh, you know, definitely qualified to a, a certain extent. And it, I mean, her ethnic background, I mean, let's just be honest, like that is the most desirable right now. She's black and Indian. Right. There are a, a billion Indians. Yeah, exactly. I used to get mad when the world was something else. And I'd go, talk to comedy club owners and they'd be like, Aziz, Aziz Ansari, when he decided he was coming here, he just sent out one tweet and we were sold out. I'm yeah. like, yeah, there are a billion of his people. He should sell out. <laughs> right. I'm not saying he's not funny and he totally doesn't deserve to sell out, but he should. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you've seen some uh, some growth as far as women in America go, though, right? We were always just the extra. We were like, it, it was like a, a a novelty act being a woman in comedy back then. And there were only about 20 of us. So it was kind of a novelty, and they treated you, you. You'd get on stage, you couldn't get through. Now, granted, I was young, too, okay? Yeah. So, they people probably did want to see my tits back then. Now no one's saying it because I try to I try to shower with a wetsuit on. But <laughs> it's the idea that yeah it, that it's way more acceptable. They never put three com- female comics on a show back then because the they said that nobody wanted to see women because women weren't funny, and that still comes around, and that's still a stigma that that goes around. Fine, but you can't group a gender. Not all men are funny, and no one says men aren't funny. Of course, I understand that. And, and the the final thought on you the- do you can't possibly understand what, that. Why would you I- once threw cherries at a vagina? Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I'm an animal. Fucking idiot! You can't possibly. You are not allowed. Who you were in 1984 is who you have to be for right. the rest of your life. I forgot. I, I came up with a promotion called Wow, where if women saw the word Wow, they should flash. And so many women did that willingly. I'm an asshole. I know. Listen, I had a show called Jugs, Just right. Us Girls. Right. That's, that's brilliant if you think about it. I may bring it back. I tell you the truth and yeah. own it. Give me um, You know what I mean? Just take it back. Fine. Empower it, you know? Speaking of uh, empowerment and whatnot, um, the last thing about this uh, Kamala Harris being the VP, and I, I tweeted something, and I, I got to be honest, the majority of people that follow me were all about it and said, yeah, right on, man. Uh, you're on the right side of history and, you know, things like that. But what also was amazing was the amount of women that were trashing the fact that there's now a woman vice president. Like, women hating on women. Give me some insight on that, please, Tammy Pescatelli. Well, listen, it's an amazing thing immediately when a woman gets into it with another woman, they automatically think it's jealousy. Yeah. People who succeed are never jealous. They are inspired by another woman. If you're a strong person, you're not jealous. I was never jealous of someone else's success. I was inspired by it. If I called them out on their bullshit, it's because they deserve to be called out on their bullshit because things were suspect. But that being said, 
some bitches are jealous. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing you can do. Yeah. But I mean, if you, if you women would just stick together, you could get a lot more done in America. Don't you, don't well, you understand that? But, but you know, that's, listen to me. This is the hardest thing when I, in the early parts of my career, men were the hardest to win over. I'd have to fight men the whole show. I'd have to fight a guy trying to get respect, right? Through the yeah. whole thing. Then after a while, as I got older, maybe my jokes got better. Maybe I, don't, I got less cute. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is it's now become more women. And it's I am fighting constantly now with a woman who's too old to strip and has lives on social media. She's doing TikTok dances with her teenagers right now, and she can't handle not being the center of attention for four minutes. Yeah, wow. And, and it's a constant battle. Yeah. And it's a vortex of need that will never be fulfilled. Right. And I, I'm not the one. They need therapy, not comedy. Right. Wow. That's a great, great uh, point. Very, very uh, well said there. Do you remember when we talked in June that I wanted to uh, talk about this uh, this good wife's guide from the 1950s? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of the women's magazines back in the 50s, I think it's good to do a few of these today because of, you know, now that we officially have a, uh, you know, a vice president that's a woman uh, to read just a couple of these to remind everybody how far we have come. It starts with have dinner ready, plan ahead, even the night before to have a delicious meal ready on time for his return. This is a way of letting him know that you have been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Most men are hungry when they get home, and the prospect of a good meal is part of the warm welcome needed. (laughs) This is real. This is not comedy. This is real. I know. It's not, well, listen, so I said, when I was joking about saying, hey, who's going to protect him from Kamala, right? Like, yeah. you can't joke anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly a Godfather reference. Yeah. So uh, this lady wrote, Je- there you are, just jealous of a woman doing well. What are you doing, walking around in your pearls and your heels, prepping dinner for your husband? Yeah. And I wrote her back. I'm like... Uh, no, it's actually just a joke, yeah, and yeah. I actually do think that someone's going to whack him so yeah. he can be the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just so you know, my husband does all the cooking, but I don't make him wear pearls. <laughs> exactly. Well, people just can't laugh at their, their guy anymore. That's, that's the biggest problem here, because I can't tell you how yeah. many times I've said on Twitter, hey, idiot, it's a joke, lighten up. You can love Because they hear it in the voice in their head. Yeah. They don't read it in your voice and in the way you say it. They read it in the voice in their head. Yeah. And that's what has messed us all up. There you go. I want to read a couple more of these before we finish because they're just- Yeah, let's do it. it. It's from the 50s. Prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to to rest so you'll be refreshed when he arrives. Touch up your makeup, (laughs) put a ribbon in your hair, and be fresh looking. He has just been with a lot of work-weary people. Uh, Yes. Okay. Let's address that. So I have an aunt who used to wake up. She would go to bed after her husband so she could take her makeup off and then wake up before him to put her makeup on. Now, I will say this. I bet there's a lot of girls who do that now. Not once they're married. Yeah. But some of those ones that are doing the makeup tutorials. Yeah. I guarantee you they're doing that in their relationships. 
Well, I mean, I I dated some women, and you couldn't believe it was the same person when they took their makeup off. I could. <laughs> that's how I can relate to that. Where you're like, who the hell are you? It's like, Remember, <laughs> I'm gonna get you, sucker. There was a yeah. scene where yeah. I, I forgot. I think I forgot what the girl's name is. She was very funny. Yeah, female like actress, comic Anna something. She's like taking off her eyelashes, takes off her wig, takes off her fake leg, takes off <laughs> yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just keeps going. <laughs> it's crazy. What about uh? Uh, the, I remember in the 70s, do you remember this commercial where a woman was walking with her husband and then the husband disappeared and they were like, plan your finances. Don't be stuck yeah. not knowing, uh, you know, Susan didn't even know her own checking information. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. That's nuts. You didn't know the checking information? Right. I bet you found it out in the 80s when you divorced him. Oh, (laughs) yeah. No, but there was a time that that was all uh, up to the the men. Uh, It continues. Be a little gay and a little more interesting for him. His boring day may need need a little lift, and one of your duties is to provide it. Well, that's that's modern-day translation, threesomes. Yeah. I like that. Over the cooler months of the year, you should prepare and light a fire for him to unwind by. Your husband will feel he has reached a a haven of rest and order, and it will give you a lift, too. After all, catering to his comfort will provide you with immense personal satisfaction. These are real things from an article in the 50s. Yeah, this reminds me, in sixth grade, my mother got me a book, How to Be Popular, and underlined it. Oh, really? I wish I still had it, oh, like that... showering every day, make right. sure you <laughs> say hello to people. Like, it was so crazy. Brush like, your teeth. you don't think I'm popular already? Yeah. You gotta say yeah. This. Unbel- well, that's why you're a comic, Tammy. Yeah, well, right, because I've been, I was miserably unpopular in my own house. School was easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen to him when he gets home. You may have a dozen important things to tell him, but the moment of, of his arrival is not the time. Let him talk first. Remember, his topics of conversation are more important than yours. Wow. Wow. Oh, remember the, the joke about the lady with the two black eyes? Yeah, yeah. How'd she get that black guy? And he's like, uh, the, I told her not to fold my, my, my shirts this way. But what about the other one? That, she doesn't listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She didn't listen the first time or whatever you it was. You can't yeah. say that kind of stuff now. People no. will go crazy. Yeah. Make the evening his. Never complain if he comes home later or goes out to dinner or other places of entertainment without you. Instead, try to understand his world of strain and pressure and his very real need to be at home and relax. These women were literally, there's a lot to be said about kind of what they, there, there was like this, they, they sound like modern day prostitutes, like a high class call girl, you know, like the girlfriend experience. Oh That's yeah. What they sound like really. Oh yeah. There's only a couple more I want to read. Uh, this one goes with the last one. Don't complain if he's late for dinner or even if he stays out all night. Count this as minor compared to what he might have gone through at work. <laughs> yeah, if he does, it stays out all night. This is the, could you, that that could, article never trickled down into the Italian community. Oh, I can I, tell you that much right now. I believe that. Could you imagine the modern day husband goes out all night, never calls his wife to tell her that he's going to be out all night, comes home with glitter, and uh, and she's supposed to not <laughs> ask any questions. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's not the only way I wouldn't ask any questions is if I was banging someone here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <my laughs> that's, the, that's the only person who doesn't uh, ask questions. That's insane. Ma- is there any more? A couple more. Make him comfortable. Have him lean back in a comfortable chair or lie him down in the bedroom. Have a cool or warm drink ready for him. Arrange his pillow and offer to take off his shoes. Speak in a low, soothing, and pleasant voice. <laughs> this, I'm telling you, this is what they... I saw that thing called the girlfriend experience. That's what, how they teach prostitutes to just talk and yeah, take care. Well, like, oh, yes, you're, you're my king. You yeah. know, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. That's insane. Maybe that's my problem. Uh, I, it, it sounds more like that they are hostages. I got to tell you... Um, not that I'm uh, that old, but uh, just in my lifetime, I've seen, uh, you know, the growth of women in America. And, and when I was growing up, women really didn't uh, work uh, at all. And I remember having a friend and his mom would dress really nice and she had an actual career, not just a job. It was an actual career. And we would look at our friend like, wow, uh, your mom's weird. We, like like we didn't understand because the, it, it wasn't the way when I was uh, being brought up. And now you fast forward a bunch of decades, obviously, and now it's uh, a complete commonplace for women to not only have jobs, but have careers and be the one that actually is the, you know, uh, that brings home all the money like yourself there, Tammy. Yeah, it's, it's a hard thing. But, you know, something I'm not I'm not opposed to going back to those days. I wish I could. Oh I wish. But it just. You know, look, I think that that's a strong, I didn't, but I didn't grow up and you know that I didn't grow up like, oh, I didn't know you could take off days from gym because you had a period. Like I grew up with all boys. I didn't know that kind of stuff. Yeah. I learned a lot living in that stripper colony. Uh, I mean, how can we not comment on stuff when literally everything that we were told in the seventies as children is so abysmally wrong? Yeah. For example, what do you got? Let's do this. Okay. Just, okay, that uh, women aren't equal to men. We were told that. I mean, it was simple. We were told that, and even if it wasn't spoken, we were told that in every way, shape, or form. There weren't, like, now that there's girls basketball, girls basketball in the 70s, no. Yeah. And maybe, you know, no girls teams. Girls didn't play on the same team with boys. Yeah. Right now, if you went on on my son's, uh, football team, seventh grade. There are two girls, are, right? Are, are they like two girls are, that are girl, girly yeah. girls too? Like not, but they're tough, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that never happened. I still throw the best spiral in my house, but my I wanted to be a sports reporter, and my father told me women don't have a place in the locker room. What? Your dad said that? Yeah, well, he was a football player and a coach because he knew that they'd be naked around me, and he didn't want he didn't oh, want right. that from well, me. But right. the joke is on him, oh, because yeah. that's what I wanted to do is is be a sports reporter, and I didn't. I got that in my head, and I never did it. And he could have had tickets to every Super Bowl since then. <laughs> yeah. and now he's at Chuckle Hut. So <laughs> exactly. It's, well, it's all his fault. Well, the the one thing I'll say about women in sports, I curse the guy. I I assume it's a guy, and maybe it was a woman that invented the sports bra. When I was growing up, when women wanted to play sports, us guys were really happy, and now they're, <laughs> and now they're just uh, they're just belted down. 
With the sports that, bras and term. everything. That's the most woke, sexist thing I think I've ever <laughs> well, I mean, I gotta I gotta be a little shocking and funny. I mean there but there was a time when you're when you're when you were a teenager and you saw a girl like, oh, you know, she wants to get into running or jogging, you were and you would watch her run by and you were out of your mind. I had I had natural C's in 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 a high school, and I'm like a little. I'm little at that time. I'm 106 pounds, 110, and big giant boobs. I would wear two bras because yeah. I was a cheerleader. I didn't want everybody <laughs> staring yeah. at my breast. Right. But not just not just kids. Teachers would make comments on it. Grown male teachers. Sure, I believe calling it. me Dolly. Dolly, like as in Dolly Parton. Wow, and that was yeah. ex- that was accepted. By the way. That, those teachers did not get in trouble back in the day. I don't even have to ask you. No, nah, not at all. Yeah. Hey, well, I think we'll let we'll let Miss Parton answer this. Wow, you know? really? Yeah. That's amazing. And, yeah, and then I'm embarrassed, <laughs> you know, yeah, for the course. rest of the class, of course. Uh, no, and I, then, I feel for young Tammy Pescatelli, but it also just shows you how, uh, yeah, we certainly have moved forward. Well, you know, I mean, we have moved forward, and it's exciting to hear uh, the way that women are going to speak now because maybe they can just speak and not have to lead with being a chick first. Right. I mean, that's that's the beauty. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It, I mean, the labels have got to go away uh, eventually, hopefully sooner than later. But, you know, after this latest election, they're like, he's the first Latino, gay, transgender uh, male not born in the Northeast of, and I'm like, right. I just tweeted, is he a good guy? I don't care about all these labels anymore. Right. I don't care. I she, or I think we have to say he or she, he is the first transgender from the state of blah, 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 to be a congressman slash woman. And once again, I go, is she smart? Is she, you know, is she a good person? I have to say this, speaking on, on, I, I don't care whoever wants it. What transgender? That's up to you. That's all on you. I su- whatever. I totally support it. But don't get mad if I use the wrong pronoun because I'm ridiculously stupid. I still call my son sometimes after my brother's name because I was used to yelling at them when I was a kid. Yeah. So if I randomly happen to say refer to you as a he and you're supposed to be a she. Don't get mad at me. It's not a slight. I just don't always master my words. Well, they're a bit uptight. They're they're a bit on edge. They're they're on the edge of their seats waiting to pounce. I think you're 100% right. It's like, yo, we're a little older. Give us a little time to catch up here. <laughs> you know? It's so fun. Right? And the thing is, is I'm, it, we're, you and I, we're part of a weird generation because we're not too old to accept things. You know, uh, we're not too old to be on social media, Yeah, but we're too old to get it the first time. Yes. You know, it's like you yes. just give us a chance. Yes, we come from a time, I could honestly speak for myself, I never saw a gay person. No, I, listen, I was in love with Freddie Mercury. Yeah, well, yeah. I was going to say so I mean, was I, but I mean, that's because I was a I, Queen fan wait, for a while. George Michael, when he came out with yeah. with Faith and stuff, I we had no clue what no. was going on. No, my no clue. There was a band called Lover Boy. Yeah, and the big contest on MTV was be 
uh, in their video. Be a woman and be in their video. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I mean, that. Come on. I, that, but these are the things, yeah, we, we grew up with. I mean, it wasn't accepted to be gay. So when I say I did not know a gay person, I am telling you the God's honest truth because whoever was gay back then really had to hide. And now we're at a point where, you know, it's uh, more than accepted. Uh, and that's what I mean by yeah. you got to give us a little time to catch up here and really understand everything that's going ar on around us. And uh, I I'll say it again, as long as you don't have that hate in your heart, I think that's uh, more than fine to be able yeah, to uh, try to figure this stuff out. But I think music exposed us to a lot, you know? I mean, Prince had assless chaps. I'm sure that was something. Like, Brett Michaels wore more eye makeup than I did. Like, you know, we... We had a di we're not so far apart from this generation. Right. We just didn't have the labels. Yeah. I think you're right. What about Judas uh, Priest? Turns out lead singer there was uh very much gay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, all of them. And I th Alice I Cooper think, wasn't I think, a woman. <laughs> yeah, I think uh uh uh, Halford there, you know, when people found out he was actually gay, they had a tough time with that. I mean, they're not going to openly tell you, but they had a tough time with that. And they needed yeah. a little time to digest that uh, that new information. But, you know, yeah. it, that fan base doesn't, they simply don't care, which is which is a, a nice thing to see. Well, it's just a different, it, we're not breaking any new ground. It's a different time. It, why not a woman at this point? We've had all these guys. Let's just see. I mean, the vice president doesn't really, at this point in, in our country, doesn't hold a lot of jobs that are affecting a huge change. But then let's see what, where it goes. What we do know is a vice president tends to run for office on their own merit eventually. Yeah. So that might be, that's when something huge is going to be different. Right. But we're not so far behind. I mean, Germany's had a chancellor, uh, England has had a prime minister. What about, I don't think Canada has, I mean, they're all being females. Canada has not. Of course, Russia has not. Yeah. Uh, France. Yeah. No, well, right? Well, we're way behind as far as the rest of the world goes. Uh, my, my comment to what you just said, libtard. That's why you <laughs> think that way. Always. There's always <laughs> something. I, you know, the problem is... I don't know. I would like to just start calling the people who say all this stupid stuff on Twitter and yeah. just call them up. Yeah. Like, I want to see. I don't know why they took that show away called Hater, where yeah. people went to their house and talked to them. Well, I don't know if you want to give them even more power. It's just, I, I, think, it, I think it comes from a person that um, wanted to do what you do, Tammy, and wanted to do maybe what I do but they weren't brave enough to do it, or maybe they didn't have supportive parents, so uh, they watched their dream go by. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean this wholeheartedly, I, and they watched their I dream know, go like by. I know, I had supportive parents. They took bets, but right. she won't admit now that they took they took bets to see how long I'd be a comic. The problem is, is I, you hit the nail on the head. It's called bravery. Whether we, whether we rise or we fall we do it publicly and always have it's yes. a choice we made yes it's what we do whether we rise or fall period that's it and we've taken we've taken our highs in front of people and we've certainly taken our lows in front of people and we continue to keep moving and other people can't do that you can create 140 characters on twitter and that's about all you got
Well, so, and it's, are a sucker. Yeah, and, and it's it's not brave to have an anonymous account to go after someone that is absolutely trying to do something with their lives, and uh, they got a product that they know many many people like, and for whatever reason, because they don't like it and they're miserable, they want to just try to, you know, ruin the experience for yourself and your fan base. It's just it's just terrible. And then I call some of these people out, and like you know, a lot of us. If we said what we're thinking with our real names, we would get suspended or fired. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Does that, that let you know? You know it's how many like times time I, was... I tried to do the Ouija board with my, the only time in, in, high, uh, in college, my freshman year in college, and they were doing the Ouija board, and I didn't want to do it. So I was praying, and they were like, you need to stop praying. And I'm like, no, if anything that you do that's not going to show, your ghost won't show up because someone's praying, we don't need to do it. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, uh, that we, the, the Ouija board, oh, my God, that used to scare the hell out of me. Yeah, uh, I never, after no, that, I no, was like, thank that's you. It. It, no, thank you. It called one girl out. I was sitting in the room, and it it told about the one girl's abortion and she she lost her mind right and it, it yeah it knew all i was like i don't know who knew that besides her but right it it was horrible uh, yeah but but my point is public figures i've been fired suspended for the things i've said and did yes that's the risk you take i don't find it brave uh if you're saying outrageously terrible stuff about someone with a fake uh a fake name Yes. Yeah. Simple no, as no, that. No. I mean, this, there, this there's, is what we do. We'll continue to do it. We'll find different ways. It's a, in a weird way. I have to tell you, and I mean, you and I have privately talked about things, but it's exciting to overcome the deficits in this industry. To continue to stay alive. To continue to figure out the balance. It's a perfect time for things to be reinvented. I needed. Whatever case, I thought 2020 was my year, so that lets you know how off I've been yeah. in career choices. Yeah, you know. Well, 2020 was so outrageous; they legalized magical mushrooms. Yeah, when Steve O is <laughs> is advocating that you might have done the wrong thing, right? You, this is a guy who <laughs> stapled shit to his ass. Yeah, this is a guy who like literally allowed a bull to gore him because yeah. he was on drugs. He should know. <laughs> yeah. But, but now magic mushrooms are legal. And I truly believe it's because of this crazy year, uh, that we've had. So <laughs> Tammy Pescatelli, man. Wow. Always a pleasure. I do have to say one thing. Are you in a squeaky chair? Am I? I don't know. I did just sit down. I might be in a squeaky chair now. Yes. All right. Because a couple Sorry. of times it sounded like farts and, and I know people are going to call, Call those. Oh, I certainly wasn't farting. Okay. I wish I was because that <laughs> okay. would mean a bowel movement was coming. <laughs> there were a couple times I'm like, oh my God, her her stomach is a gurgling. But uh, no, I, I wish it was, but yeah. I, I would tell you, you know, I got no problem with that. There were a couple times <laughs> it was so obvious that I'm like, I know these fuckers. I know what they're going to do. So I'm going to, I'm going to beat everyone to the punch and I'm just going to simply uh, acknowledge it and make sure everyone knows that. Tammy's just How did they a, know it was me and not you? Because uh, it certainly was. Oh wow, right? that's a that's a great point. It could have been you because I did, I I'll tell you the truth. If well, it was me, I'd be happy to tell you. Yeah. Because we're all human. Uh, I've certainly done stupid things before. Um, 
you know, I see that I, that that started that on stage before and, yeah. and saw the whole front row. Yeah. Be embarrassed <laughs> and know it was me. It's happened. There's been fart clouds, but this was not the time. That's so funny that uh, you said you've done embarrassing things or whatever, like farting. It's like, see, we have a long way to go still because guys are proud of their farts. Women still are not proud of just farting in front of everybody. <laughs> and with that, we say thank you, Tammy Pescatelli. No. Uh, what are you promoting real fast? Anything? Uh, well, my special's out on Amazon Prime, like my new special, Way After School Special. The movie, uh, That's Amore, that I did came out on Amazon Prime, and my old special, Finding the Funny, also on Amazon Prime. So, Right on, Tammy. Uh, you know I love you. Uh, try to you know keep your chin up. We're going to turn this thing around. You know that. I know that. And uh, until next time, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Boo, 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 boo.